everybody. Oh my god, oh, we're wow. excited today. <laughs> yeah. Hello, Theresa. How are you today? I'm doing marvelous. The sun is out in Amsterdam, and my life has improved. That's 100%. true. I feel like with this so kind nice. of weather, life always looks more beautiful. Even yeah, honestly. In a pandemic. That's very true. It's very very true. Um, also, I just wanted to say the song is so beautiful. Actually, like we never talked about our opening song, but it's so nice. Yeah, um, if anyone was wondering actually what it is, it's Going Away by Cinemagraph. And it's a German band. It's actually. a German band! <laughs> a round of applause for something that's good that's German. There's a lot of good things that are German. Maybe I'll talk about some of them today. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. <clears throat> I'm really excited to hear what you're bringing to the table today because today we're doing something a little bit different. Um As you all know, we're confined to our homes, to our couches, and we decided to do something more couch-friendly for today, I would say, <laughs> right? Or yeah. bed-friendly. I mean, I watch shows in my bed mostly. So, yeah, we're talking about TV shows this time because, yeah, actually, we've faced some hardships we with watching films <laughs> at home. Oh, my God. Isn't we that were right? a little bit of like a, a little rut, I would say. Um <laughs> And we just didn't know what to talk about. We were kind of forcing it a little much. And now we rethought this concept. And I think today is going to be great. Oh, sorry, I think there's some construction outside. I think it's going to be all right. I, I don't think you can hear it. In the last episode, there were actually like screaming children's on the hallway down like outside. And you couldn't hear it. I okay, listened to it okay, afterwards. Because I was like, <laughs> ah, no, that's good. That would be so annoying. Like I would be so annoyed to listen to. Is my sound good, though? Yeah. Okay. I think it's I think fine. It's, it's, I just it's think weird. we all feel just a little bit loud right now. I think we got a little Do you bit feel too loud? excited. I feel really soft, actually. Oh, okay. Maybe I should make I my microphone should turn, a little bit. Ah! You should it, turn it's much up. better now. Okay. Yeah. Oh, oh no. That's too much. Okay. <laughs> okay. okay. It's <coughs> fine. Um, wow. Yeah. Well, get, let's get back. We're all over the place. I think it's How are you, Elizabeth? How are you? Um... I'm feeling good. Uh, there's nothing much going on. <laughs> uh, yeah, but the weather is great. I don't know. I feel a little bit... Um, maybe it's the coffee I had. I feel a little <laughs> bit uh, like jittery right now. So that's why we might be talking so fast. I don't know if we're talking Are we really talking fast? fast? I don't know. Oh, like this. I like my sound <laughs> like this. I like okay. it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think we should um, explain a little bit more about what we're doing today with the TV show. Yeah, special. what are you watching right now? Uh, <laughs> right now, I think um, you must have known <laughs> that I've been watching Vikings. Um, now, this is a 2013 show. I think it's still ongoing. They're at six seasons now. And Damn, um, six seasons? I didn't even know. Yeah, they have That's 90 episodes. And um, I think this is something that most people would uh, be scared away from. They are always like, oh, too many seasons. Mm -hmm. I don't want that kind of commitment. But for me, uh, if I get really invested into something, I'm always happy that it's never ending. So <laughs> And you're very passionate. <laughs> yeah, and I get very <laughs> passionate. So that's why Theresa might have noticed that <laughs> I've been a little bit into Norse mythology. Only a tiny bit. Everything around it and uh, all the tales of Ragnar Lofbrook. <laughs> and yeah, um, shout out to my boyfriend because Kevin... This is all your fault. <laughs> <laughs> It's your fault that I'm looking um, 
at Bjorn and thinking, damn, he's kind of sexy. <laughs> and it changed so fast. Like the first time you were watching it and you came home, you were like, I cannot believe that people enjoy watching this. And then yeah. we actually both went home for a little recess, a little break time. And then we came back and all I hear is, like it, like it, like it. Yeah. <clears throat> so. Yeah, I um, have a little hyper fixation right now, I would say. And um. Yeah, I have to admit, like, we talked about this a lot on our podcast before about um, the content that is sometimes made that is not very, mm. um, from a feminist uh, approach, you wouldn't not really vouch for it, I would say. Mm -hmm. And here, um, obviously, there's also some issues, so mm, we have to always take it with a grain of salt, I would say. <laughs> Um, but yeah, uh, I still enjoy it a lot. It's very, um, how should I say, spannend, like a suspenseful mm -hmm. and there's like all these battles. But I think what I enjoy the most about it is just the cultural aspect. And also um, I am s just such a sucker for based on true events, kind mm -hmm. of, but obviously dramatized. Not everything is true, but I just love looking up oh my god like did this viking person really exist and then but are you like finding out about <laughs> it i just am so fascinated like <laughs> the vikings went to paris like what <laughs> but are you like i don't know i actually was thinking about it on my way here and like we didn't watch many shows together actually mm. like i think when i watch like series and tv shows I, it's more like a lonely activity i only, mostly do that on my own Which is strange, like watching films, that's really a, like a communal thing for me. But watching TV shows, not that much. And then I was actually shocked, like we're preparing for this today, to look at how many hours I spend alone in oh, my yeah. room looking at yeah. screens. That's a little bit, you know. Yeah, if you have the app TV time, you can, mm. it calculates for you. Uh, I'm at like three months of screen time. <laughs> three months. Since like I obviously like... Since the very beginning, I've been watching them. So like 10 or even yeah. longer. I logged like some shows that I used to watch as a kid. But <laughs> three months of my life. And that's <laughs> not even all. Like, and that's not even all. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I'm actually a person. I really enjoy watching TV shows with my friends. Or I start something and if I, if I get really obsessed with it, I want everyone to watch it. Mm. Um, like attack on titan <laughs> yeah that's true you're really passionate um, and like when you yeah. like something you like it like you i like it and i and you're very know invested everything about it and i will like follow all the pages and look at all the memes um especially <laughs> attack on titan because it, it's like season four part one just came out and every week everyone was so excited and i just love the thrill of it and like talking with all the people that are watching it like oh my god can you believe this and uh Yeah, so if you watch Attack on Titan, let us know, or Vikings. But <laughs> I'm not actually going to talk about those today because... You're not? No, I'm not. <gasps> I know. I, I was know. expecting. Because I really like that type of show, I yeah, would I know. say, which is very different from you, Theresa, because you're yeah. more of a, um, I don't know, like, you know, you like Downton Abbey and The Crown. <clears throat> and personally... I think you're going to be surprised with me today. Actually, oh. so maybe we should explain quickly what we're going to do, okay. <laughs> because we were like... We, we didn't know what to watch and we watched some good movies but it was kind of it felt forced it didn't feel yeah. real and then we were like okay we have to make this more fun what are we gonna do and then it turned out that maybe our heart is with shows 
right at now. At the moment, yeah. Right now? Definitely. So don't worry, like, you we're going to do movies next episode again. But, like, <laughs> today is just a little special. It's an extra. A couch special, I think. <laughs> couch potato special. Couch potato special. I like that. <laughs> yeah. So we each prepared three shows that we have enjoyed in our lifetime that we want to pitch to the other person and convince them to watch. Yeah. That's what we're going to do. Oh, I... I think I chose something that you've seen, though. Oh, really? Oh, well, that's going to be Whatever. good, then. No, it doesn't okay. matter. It doesn't matter. And I kept thinking, I think my taste in shows is really different than my taste in movies. Yeah. Like, I think my yeah. taste in movies is, like, what would, as a show, be sex education? Oh. But... I think... I don't, I don't know. I, I don't think know. sex is education is not... I mean, you have a more sophisticated taste in films than sex education would be. I like coming of age movies. Yeah. A lot. Like baby teeth. And ah, love that. And rocks. Mm. But also Lola Rent. I have to point out again. <laughs> Lola Rent, go and watch that beautiful movie. No, but like um, in shows, I'm more, I'm braver. I think in shows I'm braver. And I don't know, that doesn't make any sense because shows are much longer mm. than movies. But somehow I can bear <laughs> bad things. Yeah, I feel okay. It's I'm really gonna be weird. honest here. I feel like you're sometimes quite sensitive when it comes to I films, am. Yeah, like absolutely. Violence I am. and stuff. While I am not, you're not, yeah. not at all. <laughs> <laughs> and also, like, I mean, I don't know. Like, a lot of the things that I watch are quite bloody or yeah, like gruesome. I would say, and I love true crime and all that stuff. Yeah, I can handle um, that. And that's so different for us, for the both of us, because yeah, like sometimes I try to share with the reader <laughs> some of those things. And she's not that receptive. She's a little bit like, uh, okay. Yeah, it's it's funny, I think, because I think in, in our taste in shows, we'll be able to really see uh, the different taste palettes that we have. You know, because like we also, we, we like the same movies yeah. quite often. I mean, otherwise yeah. we have this podcast, probably not. <laughs> so, but I, I think it's going to be just really interesting. Um, I have a question for you. Yeah. What was okay? It's not that crazy. Why did okay. I put it up? We're like a little bit in a crazy mood today. I think. <laughs> I think what so was too. the first show that you remember watching, like actively that you were like obsessed with? Like you're obsessed with the Vikings right now. Smallville. Okay. Yeah. No, never heard of that. No clue what that is. Um, Smallville is basically like a Superman show. Okay. And um, like with Clark Kent and everything. Ah, and like I watched Supergirl. I have to admit it. That's yeah. like a, that's a guilty pleasure. I have to admit. Mm. For me though, um. It's funny because I used to love that show. I remember that and Supernatural. So I have okay, some explaining yeah. to do. My mom never restricted anything for me. And she would watch like Criminal Minds. Like um, what is that show called with the director? That's Dick Wolf. And it's like a whole meme. <sighs> I wish I could I participate know. in this. I it's like no a crime. <laughs> whatever. Uh, it's not. I can't remember, maybe later. But yeah, my mom would never uh, kind of like restrict my viewing and um, I could always watch like very gory stuff with her mm. or like very like not very PG stuff. And so she would watch Smallville with my dad and Supernatural, like she would watch it by herself and I would be always like with her. You How know? old were you approximately? What do you think? Uh like nine okay <laughs> and yeah like smallville was a big part although nowadays i really don't enjoy mm. superhero stuff um it's really not my thing 
But back then, I loved it. Mm. Really, really loved it. I was so invested in it. And um, Supernatural too, but that was more actively. Like Supernatural, later on, I continued watching it. and You even, pursued it actively. Yeah, I rewatched mm. it and I was just so obsessed with it. For me, that was Once Upon a Time. That was the <gasps> first show that oh I watched. My God. And it's so weird because I would never watch that today. Like, yeah. I would never watch no. that. I think <laughs> it's neither. still going on, actually. But I watched, like, the first four seasons mm -hmm. or something. And I remember I was watching it, like, on my laptop. I was, I think I was maybe, like, 13, 14 or something. Okay. And I watched it on Burning Series. You yes. remember the yes. good old I times. I think anyone who lived, like, in Luxembourg or Germany yeah. knows burning series uh where although we're not endorsing it no we're not <laughs> and i don't think it's actually i don't think it, it's a, it's a, it exists anymore like yeah, it killed know. my laptop don't use it don't <laughs> just don't do that but i watched that and i was so invested in it. oh my god i liked it so much and it was the first show that you know you know when you watch a show and you you actually get addicted and then you always have it in the back of your mind and you continue to think about it and you're like what's gonna happen next what's gonna happen next and you're just waiting for the moments where you can like go to your room again and finally continue watching and i had that with once upon a time and i don't get that anymore now at all but back then that was my shit wow mm. yeah actually i also you're younger than me by like I one mean, to two not years not that much yeah but yeah actually i was quite shocked that you said once upon a time because to me it feels like so recent but my um wow like i'm not that young okay, I'm so sorry. <laughs> yeah. but my classmate actually used to be a huge fan um, fan of that and he used to tell me about it but I never felt compelled to watch it yeah me neither I anymore I think my mom used to watch it with my brother I mean it's fantasy you know yeah. that's the genre I really don't like anymore actually now yeah. like it's really something I don't like hmm. but back then I don't know I thought that was great yeah actually um, well you used to watch it on Burning Series but I used to watch like the TV shows I used to actually watch them on television yeah which You know, that's kind of cool though. I had to wait one week yeah, or something yeah, yeah. to watch it, and it was or sometimes they had like every day, like in the evening, one episode. Um, also, I mean, I don't know if this counts because it's like telenovelas, but mm -hmm. um, I'm Portuguese and like that. Obviously, every kid watched it. So yeah, Floribella, yeah. actually, I think that's even before Smallville. Floribella, <laughs> I was obsessed with it. I knew every song. I thought she was real. I had all the merch. I had socks. <laughs> I had bowls, mugs, everything. And even like we had little computer classes in um, primary school. I would only go on those pages. <laughs> And I my love that. teacher was always like, oh, what are you reading? <laughs> But did you talk to your friends? Like, was it like a communal thing that, you know, like the next day you would discuss the recent episode from the night before? Oh, yeah. Like I didn't have a lot of like um, a lot of friends that were Portuguese mm. because I grew up in Luxembourg. But The few that went to school with me, um, there was one, actually only one girl. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I would always talk with her about that and rebelled away. And sometimes, sometimes Murang Shkonga but um, I didn't watch that as much. Mm -hmm. uh, but yeah, it was a big thing. It was definitely big. And I, I sometimes my mom actually would... For a punishment, I wouldn't be allowed to watch it for a week Ooh, if I got like a bad a grade. A whole week, though. yeah. Damn, so, miss, so you like, miss out a lot episodes. of episodes. And every morning, I would go to school and be like, "Can you please tell me what happened?" I'm like, <laughs> yeah, I never and really. There was no yeah. way to catch up with it. Yeah, of course. You know, it, it's only a one-time thing. <laughs> that I never really had that. I only had that with. Um, that's really shameful with Germany's Next Top Model. If you oh. wouldn't watch the episode on that Thursday night, and then the next morning in the bus, you don't have anything to talk about. You you can't participate. <laughs> so I think I got like introduced to series quite late though. Yeah. Like 
it was like a, a, a only a part of my teenage years i would say mm. but that's all right <laughs> it's I mean, fine at least you didn't waste that many hours <laughs> i'm just kidding i went two yeah. and a half months to on tv time wow yeah <laughs> uh, what's your score guys Let <laughs> how us much know. time did you waste away in front of the tv well, i okay, don't think it's wasted time you see i think also probably why we're talking about shows today is because sometimes watching a movie is too much of a commitment yeah. like even though it doesn't make any sense logically because it's much shorter than watching mm. a show series for somewhat like i don't know why but my sister My little sister, shout out to you, <laughs> Clara. Mm. She likes to divide shows into two types of groups. The ones that you can watch while you're like cooking, while you're, I don't know, getting ready and you don't really have to look. So it's more like radio, I guess, mm -hmm. you know, in the background. And then the types of shows that you actually have to sit at night on the sofa, look at your TV and you have to be active. You can't even look at your phone because you don't want to miss out on all the action, you know. And that's more compelling than a movie, if I feel like. And the, you know, the background shows, as I will call them, it's just, just like it's so comforting. side entertainment. Yeah. yeah, I think the side shows actually, I think that's also why I listen to like some stupid podcasts sometimes or whatever. Because mm. yeah, uh, you just want to have something to listen and to. And you feel less not, alone, weirdly. Yeah. Like so to have that universe answer to say, <laughs> well, we're exposing ourselves quite a lot today, huh? But um, yeah, yeah. Uh, Should we move on? Yeah. We're already running out of time. Yeah, I oh know. Oh my God, we're always the worst with this. Yeah. <laughs> But um, yeah, should we start? I don't think there's like a precise logic to how we're going to do Let's this. Let's do so a like ping pong. So like, for example, you start if you want okay. to and then I, it's my turn and then it's your turn again and then, you know, like that. All right. Um, well, I would like to start then with okay. something that might surprise some of you guys or not, depending on what kind of vibe i gave off like in the last <laughs> few episodes but actually my first show that i want to recommend is a k-drama <laughs> and um yes although i really like bloody uh like kind of gory i would say more violent <laughs> stuff oh my god but um i also enjoy maybe a little bit sappy romance and not that serious stuff because I think it's just comforting and sometimes you just want to watch something fun that's not that charged. And um, I think sometimes it's hard to find a K-drama that I really like. And sometimes I just start watching it and then I stop. But this one is called Rookie Historian Koo Hyeryeong. I hope oh, I remember when you watched well. that. I remember. Yeah, this um, is a 2019 drama and I loved it. Not only because... Um, It's a really fun and comforting show to watch. But also, I felt like this one was really giving us more of a, a stronger female character that was really not just a stereotypical like image of what a girl should be or whatever, which sometimes I find is quite prevalent in these kinds of dramas. And um, here, like, the romance is just so wholesome. There's no, like, um, second lead syndrome where <laughs> there's, I don't know, like, a third person, like, falling in love with mm -hmm. the main girl and then gets disappointed or rejected, just like the best friend or whatever. But it's really just such a beautiful show and really strong and meaningful and has a 100% rating on Rotten Tomatoes. What? Yeah. A hundred percent? Yeah. Damn. And um, yeah, just 
quick premise. Damn, I was not expecting that. Maybe I was a little... Okay, I think yeah. I was prejudiced. I'm, I'm prejudiced. Okay, so quickly, like, to just give a premise of what the show is, it's a, um, a historical drama. It's, in like, during the Joseon dynasty. And first of all, I already just love costumes. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, even Vikings and everything. Like, I just love that aspect also to think... This is how people lived back then. I think that's the main intrigue to me is just like knowing about all these traditions and stuff which are inco- incorporated in these shows and you learn some things about the culture. I love that so much. And um, yeah, so Ku Hyeryang, she's um, this girl that uh, is a writer and she also loves stories and um, she wants to become a historian at the palace, which at the time was a job only for men. And um, this story is about her really, like, making it through those gender stereotypes. And then you have her romantic interest, who is also kind of defying these gender roles because he's a very sensitive person and he loves romance. Actually, she he also writes novels and she actually kind of bashes him and says, oh, this writing is terrible. It's only about romance. I hate this. No, no, no. And he's just so passionate. He just wants to fall in love. And I love that the roles are kind of swapped around and not following like a common trope of it's the girl that's dreamy and so like almost naive and so interested in falling in love. And here she's very strong-willed and has like different priorities while um, in contrast her romantic interest um, who's played by Chanu who is beautiful too (laughs) Um, yeah I just love it and it's very comforting and also really beautiful to watch I mean uh, the colors and everything the dresses just gorgeous how long was one episode do you remember um almost an hour oh okay yeah and I think it's 16 episodes or 20 something around that and it has, like, obviously also some political, like, uh, aspects of the Joseon mm-hmm. dynasty. And there's, like, always, like, this arc about, you know, someone wants to rise to power. And uh, he's a prince, you know. So <laughs> she falls in love with him. Mm-hmm. But he also has a brother who is going to, like, supposed to be the king. And I love it. Also, it has some, like, stuff to do with when Korea opened up to, like, uh, foreign um, travelers and this whole um, part about, like, the Christians and, like, Confucianism, uh, kind of those worlds, like, meeting, which is really interesting. And I really like that they had that part because although it's fictional, uh, it's not entirely, like, just made up, obviously. So I I really loved it, and I recommend it to anyone who wants to have a little bit more comfort when watching shows and just something really wholesome, I think. It sounds really good, actually. Yeah. I mean, like, I remember when you were watching it and you showed me some clips and stuff like that, actually, <laughs> like, at home, you know, like, last year or something. Yeah. And actually, like, before I met you, I actually didn't know what K-dramas were. Like, I didn't know that that was a thing at all. I think I'm really ignorant, actually. But I, I never, like, crossed my mind to, you know, watch something like that. Also, because I actually didn't see it on, like, the big streaming platforms. I didn't see it. I think now it changed a little bit. On Netflix, you can find quite a Oh, you? yeah, there's no? so many. This like, one is also on Netflix. Great. I think it's yeah. even a Netflix original, if I'm oh, not really? mistaken. But I think I should give it a try. Would you say it's like a um, a good starter for people that, you know, have not 
watch okay i have a question k-drama like is that a genre would you say um yeah i would say because there's always a common trope in it okay it's always like obviously romance but there's also k-dramas that are not romance yeah, at all that's why i'm i'm confused like um kingdom It's also a historical drama, but it has zombies. <laughs> so okay. that one I actually also really liked. But um, I would say it's like, I would put it in the same category as telenovelas. Because you would uh, dif- so like a little soapy maybe? Yeah, yeah. Okay. And also what I love about K-dramas also is no matter how serious the show might be, there's always like comedic moments. Like I think that yeah. was also the scenes I would show to you. Because yeah. <laughs> I would just think it's really cute. And um, just would make me so happy to, like, distract from daily life and just delve into this world where these characters are so lovable. And, yeah, it really absorbs you, I would say. And I think you should watch this I will watch one episode. One. Okay, I will like, watch it. I, watched for, I also watched True Beauty as a guilty pleasure. And that one, like, I would not recommend to you because I know <laughs> you're just going to think it's really silly. And it's, like, for a younger audience, I would say. But um, it's like an adaptation of a webtoon. But I really enjoyed watching it. Just like I think I was sick when I was watching it and it was great comfort. Mm. So, yeah, I, I recommend it. I think everyone should like step out of their comfort yeah. zone because, yeah. for example, I also never used to really watch anime or um, shows like that. But then my boyfriend introduced me to that and I was like, you know what? There's good stuff out there. And I think it's a really out. limiting, like, word choice that's what i was like just thinking that you know maybe k-drama that's why i ask mm. whether it's a genre because it doesn't mean that there's no variety right exactly, like there's historical no, stuff there's like kind of more rom-commy there's more like action and there's more crime yeah. so i think like k-drama maybe that's like actually not not the greatest word maybe mm. you know like i don't know because that diminishes the variety and i think that like then people like me ignorant people <laughs> then think <laughs> it's not for them yeah. i don't know so Yeah, um, yeah, I'm gonna watch an episode and I'm gonna report back to you. Yeah, you should. I'll I actually will. I actually will do it. Yeah. Oh wow! I'm I, excited. I actually, I'm not just saying this for yeah. the podcast. I will actually do All it. All right. I'm excited to see that. All right. Okay. Now it's your turn. <laughs> it's my turn. Okay. So I compiled a cute little menu. I like a lot of shows, though. I yeah. like a lot of shows. I have to say, and like, I just want to give some honorable mentions. <laughs> Or should I do it in the end? Like other shows that I also really like. Let's sit in the end. Okay, so let's create a little suspense here. Yeah, we're running out of time again, you guys. This is going <laughs> to be difficult. Well, okay. So the first show that I picked, I compiled, I think, a great menu between heavy and light. And the first one is actually a miniseries. It has only four episodes. It's German. Oh. And it's called Unorthodox. Have you heard about it? I have. Actually, I think you even recommended this to me It's like a while so, ago. It's so, so good. It came out last year in 2020 and I remember I watched it during the first lockdown. Um, one episode is about like 50 minutes and they're very heavy. Like I'm just gonna point that out. Like it's really not light cost to digest. And um, it's like part coming of age and part a thriller, I'd say. Um, and it's created by Anna Winger and Alexa Karolinski and directed by Maria Maria Schrader, she's actually German. And it's a German-American co-production. And that is because it is um, based on um, a novel, which is actually a real story by Deborah Feldman. And she, um, well, the, the, the series Unorthodox follows around the 19-year-old Esti. 
And she is brought up in an ultra-Orthodox community in Brooklyn, Williamsburg. Um, and she has to um, enter an arranged marriage that is shown in her community. And she then decides to run away to Berlin. And she leaves behind this tight-knit faith community to pursue her discovering her goal to discover her path and um the performances are extraordinary i'm telling you like shira has she's the the woman that portrays this character of esti and the story is as i said it's like based on the real life experiences of deborah feldman who herself grew up in an ultra-orthodox jewish like it's a jewish ultra-orthodox community in williamsburg and then decided after she had i think one child in an arranged marriage um she decided to take her child and leave that behind and start a new life in berlin and this show is so amazing it's so it's so the atmosphere is actually oftentimes quite difficult to handle but it shows like the writing and the storytelling and the nuances that are told through the emotions are i can only say it again they're extraordinary it's so um it's really contrasting and it really shows how much bravery is needed and what what it feels like maybe to to not identify with something that everyone around you your entire entire surroundings um strongly believes in and how how much courage is needed to to leave something like that behind to decide to never see your family again to decide to leave your entire heritage behind and start something new and um it's uh, what I also really like is that all the creators and all the um, actors and actresses in this show are actually personally involved with the story. Like the majority of cast and crew are Jewish themselves and are like um, some are from Israel, some are from America and some are from Germany. And like they they all have somewhat of a personal connection. And I think that is that's astonishing. And the majority is also women. And, you know, we love to see empowered women, empowering women on screen. I really like to see that. Um, and as I said, it's quite difficult and it needs your absolute full attention. You can't just snack it away. But I think it's an it's an incredibly important story to tell. And also you can see the lake that I grew up at in this movie, in this show. And um, while I would say the portrayal of Berlin is maybe a little bit stereotypical and it's not very nuanced, it's fine. You know, it, it's kind of like that's not what it's really like to live there. I can say that, but um, it's really nice. That <laughs> yeah, amazing. Actually, I am still really interested in watching it. I remember you telling me about this a while ago, and I'm actually kind of ashamed now that it's really I moving. Didn't give it a chance yet, but I think this might be my next um, endeavor. Yeah, <laughs> it's I only four episodes. It. Only you four. Know? I didn't know it was yeah. only four episodes, and I think. Um, this this sounds like such a strong story it that really is. needs to be heard and seen. And honestly, you really gave me a taste for that. I really hope I'm that glad. the viewers will also give it a try because you should. I think these are the kind of stories that need to be told and need to get more attention, especially to raise awareness and just see a more, um, I mean, see another side of. Um, these experiences that's what i also thought so much because yeah. you know like this there's there is actually in fact in williamsburg a really big jewish ultra-orthodox community and you know that's like that's in new york 
Yeah. And it's such a different life. Like, it's not what you think of when you think of New York at all. Yeah. And it's like, so there's just so much that we don't know. There's so much to learn. I don't know. I really like the show a lot. It's really good. And it really, like, it really touched me. It really did. And I highly recommend. Yeah. Thank you so much, Larissa, for um, your recommendation. Now, um, actually, we're running out of time and the building is like we're going to get kicked out soon. So I think we should do a part two, actually. Of that would this. be fun. Since uh, I don't want to rush the next few ep- like few recommendations we have. And I think we have so much to talk about. Do you want to talk about one more or not? No, I think... We have literally we only have 11 go. minutes to get oh out of here. Oh, my God. <laughs> We're a hot mess, you guys. Yeah, um, okay, one final question for to you. Then. Okay, okay. Like 11 go, minutes, there's still plenty of room to talk. What's one show that you wish you had made? Like a show that I've seen and wish I had I, made? That you wish you had created. Oh, my God. That's such a difficult question. <laughs> um, okay, actually, there's... I really loved narcos Mm -hmm. and um again i'm a sucker for things that are based on true events or historical Mm -hmm. and i just really loved how narcos was a mix of documentary and fiction at the same time and they would show um the actors um embodying those characters but at the same time they would show real life footage and i thought that was thrilling i loved the depiction that they created i loved um how the show like was really authentic in a sense like you know the characters were actually speaking um uh spanish and it was not just oh let's have them speak all english for the sake of you know english as a global language <laughs> whatever yeah you know and i really loved that show so much yeah, i actually. must admit i never watched a single episode of yeah that. it's really good i i know this is a very known show so it's yeah. nothing new uh for many people but narcos like the first two seasons about pablo escobar so great like really i think that's interesting i kind of want to give it a try because i think if you mix documentary and fiction that can go either way that could that can end up really ugly like you know like there's a lot of (laughs) german tv time (laughs) (laughs) where it's like ah this ain't it this This ain't it also i love the style like the um stylistic elements of it was amazing i love the voiceover Mm -hmm. and um i mean there's some aspects maybe you know like um the whole war on drugs thing and mm-hmm. like um i mean you know i re- i'm really intrigued about stories about anti-heroes or yeah, like i get that uh, i get was that was he an anti-hero like a story about the villain more. yeah yeah so uh and i love it's like uh, also breaking bad for example you have someone that starts off like wanting to do something because they felt like they need to or wanted to do something good and then they just turn into like really bad people <laughs> and like yeah. i love that and also i think like with vikings also in the beginning i was like what why are they glorifying these yeah. like people who are like murderers and like robbers and whatever they invade like other people's like clan and whatnot and um then my boyfriend was like no it, this isn't they're not the good people <laughs> and it's like <laughs> this is not about that and um yeah i really i think narcos I would love to do something like that one day. Okay. I think that was like a great way to um, like tell that story. 
I love interesting. it. Interesting. Yeah. For me, it's really different because I thought about it and I was like, I wish I was Phoebe Waller-Bridger and I had created Fleabag. Oh my God. <laughs> I wish. It's so genius. It's the best thing I've seen in a while. Yeah, I still have to watch that. Yeah. That one, you showed me some snippets. It looks hilarious. It's so hilarious. And I it's would one hear of the, you laugh out loud. Yeah, and if that happens, room. actually, like that means something, you know, like yeah. Yeah, that doesn't happen every day. I've been really on a comedy trip, actually. I also watched... Um, jerks the german jerks recently i showed you a snippet of it too like the one yeah. that's where you just cringe oh, constantly oh where God. it's constant cringe also really great but i wish i had created feedback because it's so simple yet effective what mm -hmm. she does and i think that um telling about actually insane sadness and depression in the this it's so funny guys it's so funny if you still haven't watched it it's so <laughs> fucking hilarious oh my god it's so good i think that's that's just skill you know like if you manage to do that you really are a genius <laughs> i love that show Strong words. i might watch it again tonight like, i think i, might I should watch, watch it too it's oh, so fuck. funny i still have to watch movies for <laughs> but it's okay um but yeah uh we're so sorry to leave you guys here okay we'll do part two gonna it's gonna be great yeah. i actually had so much fun to talk about like there's so many shows that i like i also was thinking about like I really like The Good Place too. I like The Handmaid's mm -hmm. Tale. I like Sherlock. I like also so Downton Abbey. I like it too. Yeah, but I'm not going to talk about those in the next episode. Yeah. I picked a great curation and I hate to suspend this from all of our lovely listeners, yeah. but you better tune in the next episode. Little huh? cliffhanger here. You better tune in next time. Okay, thank you so much for listening to us. And, You're um, so stressed out. I'm a little so bit funny. stressed out, not gonna lie. We have to get out of here or else we will be locked in. Okay, we like don't want actually. we don't want that. Okay. <laughs> thank you so much and see you on the next episode, guys. On I love Slim this Radio. Episode. This is hilarious. Uh, find us on Instagram goodbye. at movies at the movies. Have a great rest of your day. Goodbye, goodbye. <laughs>